A great patriot, Samuel Adams, gave a long speech titled American Independence less than one month after the Declaration of Independence was signed by the members of the Continental Congress. Although Adams was referring to the domination of the British government at the time, what he says about freedom and government involvement in private life is timeless. The following is a portion of that speech. If there is any man so base or weak as to prefer a dependence on Great Britain to the dignity and happiness of living a member of a free and independent nation, let me tell him that we have now no other alternative than independence or the most ignominious and galling servitude. Recollect who are the men that demand your submission, to whose decrees you are invited to pay obedience. Men who, unmindful of their relation to you as brethren, of your long, implicit submission to their laws, of the sacrifice which you and your forefathers made of your natural advantages for commerce to their avarice, formed a deliberate plan to wrest from you the small pittance of property which they had permitted you to acquire. Remember that the men who wish to rule over you are they who, in pursuit of this plan of despotism, annulled the sacred contracts which have been made with your ancestors, conveyed into your cities a mercenary soldierly to compel you to submission by insult and murder, who called your patience, cowardice, your piety, hypocrisy, countrymen, the men who now invite you to surrender your rights into their hands, are the men to whom are exhorted to offer, exhorted to sacrifice the blessings which providence holds out to us, the happiness, the dignity of uncontrolled freedom and independence. Samuel Adams, a founding father of the United States and one who protested British taxation without representation, helped unite the American colonies in the fight for independence during the American Revolutionary War. Even though he was not part of the colonial militia fighting on the battlefield against the British, Samuel Adams played a crucial and influential role in the government we have today. Adams published a newspaper, helped to write the Articles of Confederation, and served as a delegate to the First and Second Continental Congresses. He was also the second governor of the state of Massachusetts. Samuel Adams was a great patriot, but a lesser-known man, William Bryan, was a great patriot, too. William Bryan was born 23rd of October, 1724, in Bertie Precinct, North Carolina, as the son of Needham and Ann Bryan. William was married to Elizabeth Smith, daughter of Colonel John Smith. Between 1765 and 1768, William Bryan received grants for several hundred acres of land in the area that was to become the town of Smithfield in Johnston County, North Carolina. His lands adjoined the lands of John Smith Sr. and Needham Bryan. The home of William and Elizabeth Bryan was located at or near the intersection of the present highway U.S. 70 and North Carolina Highway 210 on the west side of Smithfield, and their plantation was known as Springfield.
Even before the American Revolution, William was very active in public affairs. He served as Justice of the Peace in 1756 and then as Sheriff in 1762. He was also a captain in the Johnston County Militia in 1763 with 62 men under his command. In 1764, William was appointed to the Commission of Peace and Deminus. This was a commission that authorized one or more people to perform some duties in the place of a judge, such as administering an oath of office to a justice of the peace, or even examining witnesses. In August of 1775, William Bryan was a delegate to the 3rd North Carolina Provincial Congress when it met in Hillsborough. There was more tension at this August Congress than had been at the first two due to recent newsworthy events. One such event was a bloody clash at Lexington and Concord in Massachusetts. Another was that the last royal governor of North Carolina had fled to the British warships on the Cape Fear River and the Cape Fear militia had burnt down Fort Johnston, located near the mouth of the river. During the Revolutionary War, William Bryan saw action at the Battle of Moores Creek Bridge on the 27th of February, 1776, while he was under the command of Richard Caswell. Less than two months later, on the 22nd of April, William was promoted to Colonel and Commandant of the Johnston County Regiment after his brother, Needham Bryan, resigned his commission. William then moved up in rank rather quickly. In January of the following year, he was appointed as Brigadier General and commander of the Newburn District Brigade when General Richard Caswell left this position to become the first governor of North Carolina. In August of 1777, court-martial for Johnston County was held at the courthouse with Colonel William Bryan sitting as president and his father-in-law, Colonel John Smith, was the judge advocate to prosecute on behalf of the state. Court-martial is a military court or a trial conducted in such a court. In addition, court-martial may be used to try prisoners of war for war crimes. There were representing field officers for each company named in the court-martial. Two such field officers were William's oldest sons, Captain Arthur Bryan, who represented the second company, and Captain Lewis Bryan represented the third company. William Bryan was later elected to represent Johnston County in the North Carolina House of Commons during the 1778-1779 legislative session. In February of 1779, William petitioned the General Assembly to leave his command. However, he did lead his brigade at the Battle of Briar Creek in Georgia the following month on the 3rd of March. He resigned his commission on the 27th of April, 1779, and returned to civilian life. William Bryan signed his will on the 12th of January, 1780, and it was filed and probated during the February 1780 term in Johnston County, North Carolina court. He named his wife Elizabeth along with their 10 children in the will, and he noted that his son John was a minor at the time. The will exists today in fragments that have been laminated for preservation in the state archives in Raleigh. The story of brothers William and Needham Bryan and William's son Lewis, all three patriots who fought in the American Revolution for the establishment of the Republic of the United States of America, 
had a sad ending. The three of them were poisoned and killed by a slave named Jenny in January of 1780. The Johnston County Court Minutes for the November term in 1780 gives an account of the trial, conviction, and execution of the party accused of poisoning and killing the three. The slave, Jenny, was burned at the stake in Smithfield, North Carolina for the poisoning and murder of the three members of the Bryan family. This was most definitely a tragedy for all concerned. There has been much research involving this case by the local historical societies, but it has never been determined why Jenny committed this crime. The Smith Bryan chapter of the Daughters of the American Revolution was named after the two brothers, William and Needham Bryan, as well as William's father-in-law, John Smith, and John's brother, Samuel. Smithfield, North Carolina was named after John Smith Jr., who donated the land for the town. The Smiths and Bryans served in the Colonial Assembly, in the Revolutionary Congress, and in many capacities on the county level. They made many valuable contributions to this area, but their lives sadly had a tragic ending. Thank you for joining the Smith Bryan chapter DAR and taking a glimpse at what people would consider an unknown patriot of the American Revolution. <laughs>